0: Hey folks, Pastor here. Thanks once again for inviting me into your home. I'm glad to be with you this Sunday morning. As uh, we're weathering this uh, virus that's going across our country and around the world, I wanna thank you for being faithful. Faithful to tune in, uh, faithful to give, and uh, to be able to help uh, the work of the ministry move forward. Uh, supporting our missionaries, as you've heard from uh, one of them uh, last uh, Wednesday evening. And then uh, you'll hear from another one this evening as I'm going to be doing an interview. And I believe that that will be uh, a help and encouragement to you. But thank you. Uh, thank you also for uh, completing that survey. Many of you did that and I appreciate that. We're gonna be sending out another one on Monday uh, to be able to help us dive just a little bit deeper uh, to see more of the spiritual needs uh, of our church and where we're at uh, as a church family and as a body. Let's remember, the church is not a building, it's a body. And though we're scattered, we can be strengthened. And today I hope that you're gonna be strengthened in the Lord. I'm sure that you were strengthened by the worship that we just uh, participated in, uh, the worship of music. And now we have the opportunity to be able to worship the Lord through uh, the preaching of the word of God. And uh, so grab your Bible if you would. I forgot my drink this morning, but you grab your uh, drink, get a coffee, get some uh, iced tea or uh, your favorite drink and sit down with your family, get your Bible open and ready to go. Uh, We're gonna look at Psalm 55. I'm going to read the whole psalm, but we're just going to look at one verse uh, today. And today I'm going to talk to you about trusting God in uncertain times. Trusting God in uncertain times. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, if we could, please. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to be able to gather because of technology. We praise you for that. Thank you for allowing us to be here in such a time as this. And, Father, I do pray that you would take your word and that you would use it in the lives of uh, these, your people. Thank you for how you've used it in my life. And I pray that you would do the same for these dear and precious families. Lord, I pray that you would help us to pursue after you, to be more like your dear son each and every day. And help us to use this time to be able to reach out to others and encourage them and uh, ask others about Uh, their spiritual well-being, their physical well-being, and their emotional well-being. Lord, we thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for getting us through another week. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, take your Bibles if you haven't already and turn to Psalm chapter 55, Trusting God in Uncertain Times. The Bible reads this way, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me, I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity upon me and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pained within me and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away. And be at rest, lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness, sela. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about, uh, they go about it upon the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from their streets. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me, that did magnify himself against me. Then would I have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man mine equal, my guide and mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Here's our key verse. And as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and noon will I pray and cry aloud and He shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many with me God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah. Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. He hath put forth his hand against such as, as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and He shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But thou, O God, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. Trusting in God in times of uncertainty. You know, friends, sometimes it's very easy for us to slip into a state in which you find your mind consumed with anxious thoughts that fill you with fear and doubt. Sometimes it happens, uh, and, and we don't even realize that it's happening until after the fact. And when that happens in our lives, we start to believe what fear and doubt are telling us, and we fall in conti- into a continual spiral. When we allow ourselves to live uh, in this type of mindset In all reality, you know what we're doing? You and I, when we allow this to happen, we are trusting in what fear is telling us. We're believing what fear is saying. We are taking fear as if it is truth. See, what we need to realize this morning is that fear is a liar. Fear, it steals your joy and happiness. It robs you of the rest that you can find in Christ. Fear, what it does to us many times is it takes our life captive. And you stop living and instead you're just surviving. Fear is living life on sinking sand, not on the solid rock that Christ provides And if you live in fear and you're living on that sinking sand, you continually go down until you are totally taken over. See, friends, this morning, fear puts us in the prison of hopelessness and causes you to start to believe that this is the best that life has to offer. And if you put your fear, if you put your trust in fear, if you put your confidence in fear, you're probably right. You're probably right that that is all that life has to offer. But the Bible gives us an antidote. It gives us an antidote for fear, and that antidote is to trust. And it's to trust in God. In this psalm, David lets us know about his fears and his friendlessness, but that's not his focus. His focus is found in verse 16. He says, as for me, I will call upon God. And the Lord shall save me. See, that was his focus. There was a great deal of uncertainty going on around him at this time. But instead of focusing in on the uncertainty, he focused in on God. And it was keeping his mind stayed on God that he was able to have a proper perspective on life. You see, that's what fear does. It changes our perspective on life. It skews life. It doesn't give us a proper perspective. But friends, trusting in God and in His Word is one of the ways that you and I can have a proper perspective on life. Trusting the God of the Bible is the only way, really, that we can have a proper perspective on life. You say, Pastor, I want to be able to trust God in uncertain times. I want to be able to have a proper perspective on life. How do I do that? You have to make three decisions. You must make three decisions to trust God. First, if you would, you might want to write this down. It may help you during this time or maybe in another time in your life. And and I want to be a help to you. I want to take the word of God and, and, and try and help you this morning. It's been a help to me. It's been an encouragement to me. And hopefully it will do the same. What decisions do I have to make, pastor? Number one, you must make the decision of personal choice. You say, what are you talking about? Number one, to trust God is a personal choice. To trust God is a personal choice. Take a look at our verse. It says, as for me, as for me, you know what David's saying? I can't speak for anybody else. I, I don't know what anybody else is going to do. But as for me, this is what I'm going to do. He says, I can't make the decisions for others to trust God, but I can make a personal choice to trust God. See, friends, we make personal choices all the time, don't we? We make a personal choice of what we're going to wear. We make the personal choice of what we're going to eat that day. Uh, We make the personal choice of what we're going to do on our day off or where we're going to go on vacation or what car we're going to buy many times or where we're going to live. There are an innumerable amount of personal choices that we make. And some choices that we make are positive choices. And other choices that we make could hurt us for the rest of our lives. Though we'd like to make good choices for our kids and for our grandkids, When they get of age, they make their own choices. And this is also true of trusting God. You can't make that choice for anybody else, but you can make that choice for yourself. No one can trust God for you. You have to make the choice to trust Him at all times, and especially in uncertain times. You know, friends, this is what salvation is all about. You cannot trust God to be someone else's savior. Individuals must make the personal choice to trust God as their personal savior, to trust God to cleanse them from their sin, to trust God to be able to have a relationship with them. I wish I could make that choice for you this morning, for you to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. But I can't. To trust God is a personal choice. As for you. As for you, what's gonna be your decision? As for you, will you trust God? You know, we can't make that decision for our husbands or wives, our kids, or parents. But you can make the personal choice to trust God for yourself. See, in order to have a perspective, a proper perspective on life and being able to trust God in uncertain times. You must make that personal choice. But secondly, this morning, the second decision you must make is to trust God is an active choice. To trust God is an active choice. It's not only a personal choice, but it's an active choice. Look at our phrase here in, in the Word of God, verse 16, as for me, I will call upon God. You can try and do your own thing you could try and get back at somebody maybe that's harmed you you could try to get help from others but what does the bible tell us to do it is that we are to going choice you say how can i do that see you can trust god actively because you know his character that's what he's when he says i will call upon god he's calling upon one of his characteristics He's calling upon God, you see it later on, the Lord shall save me, that God is Savior, that God is the Redeemer. See, and you and I can turn to God in times of uncertainty because we know His character. I know God is trustworthy. Though, during uncertain times, things are always changing, right? I mean, if you've been watching any of the news, man, it's coming out. Uh, hour by hour and sometimes minute by minute and things are changing all the time and, and I know our, our legislators are trying to do their best, our president's trying to do the best, And but they, they, they tell us one thing one day and then they're trying to tell us another thing the other day. I mean, they're trying to navigate this, I believe, the best way possible for us, but it's all uncertain. We don't know what the next thing that they're going to say, but we do know what the Word of God has to say. See, Though, during uncertainty, things are changing, one thing remains the same, and that is God. He never changes. Malachi 3.16 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob, ye are not consumed. James 1.17 says it this way, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. With whom is no variableness or no changing, neither shadow of turning. See, I can actively trust God because He's unchanging. This unchangeableness of God is part of His character. And it is through the changes of life that we have the privilege of being taught to actively trust God who never changes. Did you get that? It's through the ever-present changes of life that we have the privilege of actively trusting the God who never changes. In order to have a proper perspective on life, you need to make the personal choice to trust God, and you need to actively trust God. But thirdly, to trust God is a secure choice. It's a secure choice. See, trusting God in uncertain times Bring security. Look at the last phrase. He says, "The Lord shall save me. The Lord shall save me." What did David do? He left the crisis in the hand of God. If you read this chapter through, you'll find that he's going through a very difficult time. Uh, there was uh, it seemed like everybody was against him. As a matter of fact, some of his best friends, if not his best friend, turned his back on him. And what did he do? He left the crisis in God's hands. To trust God is a secure choice. You say, well, what does that mean? It means that you're going to trust God for your provision. In this time where we find ourselves, you and I, we are going to trust. We're going to actively trust God. We're going to make that personal choice to trust God for your provision. That he's going to provide what you need physically and spiritually. Spiritually. The Bible tells us that God's not going to leave the righteous begging for bread. But what else does it mean to trust God in this time, to to show the security of God during this time? It means that you are trusting God for your protection, not only for your provision, but for your protection. We've heard a lot about protecting ourselves during this time and the things that we can do to protect ourselves physically. And we ought to listen to those who are in authority that know best in those situations. But can I tell you, trusting God is a secure choice. And when you trust Him, you're trusting in His protection. Hey, friends, though those health experts out there are trying to help us protect ourselves physically, there is no one that can protect us better than the Lord Jesus Christ. We shouldn't be foolish. We need to heed their recommendations. But let me tell you something. You will not succumb to any disease that God doesn't want you to succumb to. God is our protection. See, that means that you trust God as your rock when you trust Him as protection. That means you trust God as your fortress. That means that you trust God as your... means trusting God for His provision, trusting God for His protection. And that means that you are trusting God for His presence, the Bible tells us that He's with us always. According to Matthew chapter twenty-eight and verse twenty, "Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world." Amen. You know, friends, this psalm here. Though we haven't had a great deal of time to dive into the psalm, we've just taken really a snapshot with this one verse. This psalm encapsulates the gospel. It puts the cross on the forefront. Reveals a God who is worthy to be trusted. This psalm of David points us to Christ, who is the greatest example of trust in uncertain times. David, just like us, had times in his life, just like we do, where we don't trust God. It doesn't make it okay, but this psalm is a guide for us to point us back to Jesus, who explicitly trusted the Father. Jesus was betrayed by his friends. It was Christ who trusted in the work and the will of the Father. And because of that, we have salvation today. See, you will never have a, pers- a proper perspective on life if you don't put your trust in God. But first, you've got to put your trust in God for salvation. And then secondly, for your growth. Let me ask you something. During these times of uncertainty, are you trusting God? Have you ever called out to God and asked Him to be your Savior, to forgive you of your sins, to have a relationship with Him? If you would like to know more about how to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and be forgiven of your sins, I'd ask that you'd reach out to me. My email address is pastor at openbiblenj.org or if you'd like, you can feel free to call the office and we'd be delighted we would be delighted to talk with you about your eternal destiny. Friends, we can trust God in times of uncertainty. It is a personal choice. It's an active choice. And it is a secure choice. Trust God. Father, we thank you for this time. We pray that you will help us to actively trust you in all that we say and do. And Lord, I pray for those who may not know you today that they would come to know you. And I ask for those Christians out there that they would live in a way that the world can see that they are trusting you. We love you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on today's broadcast. We hope it was an encouragement to you. Be sure to reach out to someone this week. Send an encouraging text or a voicemail to stay connected. If you'd like to give today, you can do so on openbiblenj.org. To get encouraged throughout your week, check out our podcast of past messages on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you on the next broadcast.